Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Gary Michael Capetta, and this is the whole shebang, Rich Jones. It's the whole shebang, Rich Jones, and I have here the Russian nightmare, Nikita Koloff. Ha, Zhitoita. How you doing, Rich? Great to be here with you. Doing good, and we just finished up an awesome week of man camp, which is uh, one of Nikita's ministries. And uh, if you would like to tell everybody where they can find out more information about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for one, well, first of all, it's been great having you here the last few days and uh, watching you run after the heart of God and just have a... Just have a part, have a role in in, in that, and so uh, was thrilled uh, when you committed to coming, and and then you followed through. So I know it was a big week for you, and can't wait to hear uh, some of the testimony coming out of it. But yeah, for the listeners out there, I mean, if you're a guy 18 years or older, uh, Lex Luger and I launched this ministry in 2019 called Man Camp, and typically him and I co-facilitate these together along with other staff members. Do it in Kannapolis, North Carolina, and just go to the website. If you want to learn more about it, just simply mancamp.info. So very simple website. You can email us right through the website and get all the information you would need if that's an interest uh, for you. So that's where they can find it. And uh, I understood earlier you said there's Ric Flair fans all over the world. (laughs) Yeah, that's been my experience anyway. And you were you were talking about they were even in Korea. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair fans in Korea. I'm like, really? And, and 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 but you know, usually where I go, I mention the name Ric Flair. I get the woo right. Yeah. But not in Korea, dude. It was a whoa. You know, I'm like, <laughs> oh man, good try, but you know, you get it right, the Koreans. So, yeah. Anyway, but nevertheless, Ric Flair fans in Korea. Yeah, and. uh so who would you say some of your favorite comedians are? And you don't have to say me because I'm not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> well, two, two just off the top of my head uh, are Michael Jr. If you're familiar with Michael yeah. Jr., I'm sure you are, being in the same profession. And, uh, and Jeff Allen is another one. Uh, I don't know how many people are familiar with Jeff Allen, uh, but he's another one. And, and then there's a guy, you know, that we kind of, a mutual guy, uh, like Hawkins or yeah. something like that. or Tim Hawkins. Oh, Tim, Tim. I think it was Jim Hawkins. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Tim Hawkins. Uh, and we, you and I found some common ground there. Uh, I've never met him, but you've, you've been on the stage with him. So, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a cool cat, and uh, I know he loves his wrestling. He uh he grew up in Texas, so I know he was real a really big Von Erich fan, which most Texans are. I won't hold that against uh, you, Tim. If you ever listen to this podcast, uh, I won't hold that against you in any way. So that you weren't a Nikita Koloff a fan, or at least a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, are you doing any uh? You got any books coming out or anything like that? Actually, I do. I've got three out presently. Um, I'm actually uh, updating a couple of them. One, the very first one, Breaking the Chains. Uh, We are uh, a good friend of mine and I. We're going to be collaborating, and and we'll launch that one out in 2020. Um, Wrestling with Success was the second one I did. That's 
currently available. And then the, the most recent was Nikita, A Tale of the Ring and Redemption, which is my life story. We're actually doing uh, edition number two and updating some of what I've been been doing over the last uh, few years since that went to print. And then all of those uh, will be available eventually on, on Amazon, downloadable. Uh, you know, we're hoping to get it set up on Kindle, but also a hard print. And then I have a brand new one that that is a project that I'm working on, a book I'm working on that. Uh, in fact, I was working on it just a week ago and hoping to have it done by the end of the year or at least out by maybe the first part of next year. And totally different from these other three because it's going to be more like a, more like a devotional for people. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that one. I think it would be cool if you did an audio book in your Russian voice. Oh, man. I don't know that. <laughs> I, it's hard to sustain that voice anymore. So, I love, I, I forget where I heard the story, but you you got to, like a free gym membership for a while because like they would walk up to you and like you would act like you were Russian or whatever and they would like be afraid to ask you for yeah, it wasn't really a free membership. Uh, it was when I first <laughs> it was when I first came to Charlotte, and and of course we told the same story everywhere. This guy speaks no English, so I paid for a month because I didn't know how long I'd be. I didn't know if wrestling would work or not, and so yeah. I paid for a month, paid twenty five bucks for a month, and then about five months went by, and the manager of the gym, his name his name was Roger, came to me one day, and we developed sign language. Because, you know, I didn't speak English back yeah. then, as, especially not as good of English as I do now. But um, <laughs> anyway, and he was pantomime, motioning to me and slowing the English language down, thinking he could get through to me. And all that said, um, they were all afraid to ask me for any more money. So, so that's how I ended up. And I didn't volunteer, but I just walked in every day and worked out for about four more months, four or five months. Um, but yeah, basically for free. Until they they got Roger to get the courage up to ask me for more membership money, and and I brought it the next day. So that's a cool story. Back when everybody like just loved wrestling and uh, tuned into it every week. So yeah, they got many of the fans out there. So many loyal fans. I love the fans. Uh, I really do because they're so loyal to wrestling, and they have told me over and over and over again. They call it the golden era of wrestling, and so by that. I feel really fortunate I got to be a part of the golden era of wrestling. And uh, it's, it's awesome to see where it's taken you and all the ministry you're able to do with just that fame you had in th that era. Yeah, it's given me a, a real platform, opened a lot of doors all over the world. In fact, next year, 2020, uh, I'm going to be on a ministry team going back to Japan. Now, I haven't been to Japan since 1986 when I wrestled there. And now I get to go back part of a ministry team during the Olympics next year and uh, and do some ministry. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Make sure you stop by that Ribera Steakhouse and get oh, some jackets. Oh, man, Ribera Steakhouse. I still have the jacket from yeah. all those years they ago. They only give them to wrestlers, don't they? I think so. I think they only – I believe so. I'm not – don't quote me on that, but I believe that's so. I, that's what I've heard. So. Yeah. But yep. that, that's awesome, and uh, it was uh, wonderful to have you here on the show and uh, wonderful to be at Man Camp this week. Yeah, it's been great. And, uh, hey, for all you wrestling fans out there, you, you know, the crazy world of professional wrestling, you never know what could happen, Rich. And so 
don't be surprised if, you know, one day uh, Nikita, who learned what he learned from Uncle Ivan, don't be surprised if Uncle Nikita doesn't pop up on the scene one day. You never know. I'll just leave you hanging on that. Uncle Nikita, Jatoeta. Thank you.